0: Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today.
1: Thanks,
0: that's all for today. Thanks, 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 that's all for today. Thank you, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today.
1: Thanks, that's all for today.
0: Hello and welcome back to Thanks That's All for Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. I hope you enjoyed episodes one, two and three so far, where we've been discussing all things audition related, including nearly kissing a casting director. I'm not kidding. This week, I have another very special guest, an incredibly talented and gorgeous West End star, whose credits include Kinky Boots, Original Cast, White Christmas and Hairspray. I've admired this next guest for a very long time, and I am so excited to have her on the podcast. So without further ado, here's episode four with my guest with the best hair I've ever seen. It's Blue. And we're recording. Oh, just bang my elbow, bang the other one, make a wish. <laughs> I got the sparkles for you. Do you like?
1: Yes, I love. No, i don't already notice the fringing. I just love the fringe. <laughs>
0: Um, for anyone listening, obviously you can't see us, but I have gone for a full on, like, kind of, I I feel like it's like Joe Exotic yes. meets loungewear. If he brought out <laughs> loungewear, this is what he would wear. It's full on fringing with sequins, but I thought that you would approve of the sequins. No,
1: we free love and sequins. sequins are my two favourite things, and I'm actually still not over, I had these incredible pair of fringed cowboy boots (gasps) from Zara years ago, and I gave them to charity. And I'm I've never got over it. Like I'm still giving yourself. No, I've never forgiven myself because they just were incredible, and I don't know why I gave them away. At one point, I must have had like a
0: crazy day where I was like, "No, fringing is so not me." Anymore. it's never coming back in. No. Oh, I hate when that happens. Last year, when I I was away for like the whole of the summer doing shows, Do you remember shows, Do you remember theatre?
1: <laughs> this story is amazing. Your memory you telling me this when we was in Wales.
0: Oh no, I think I've told everybody. But for anyone that doesn't know. All of my winter wardrobe got given to charity by my lovely mum who thought it was charity. So if you you are in Cheltenham and you're walking around with anything tartan, houndstooth or like fluffy jumpers and I see you, I'm going to be very angry. Uh, Yeah, so thanks Trish. Okay, so I've got to introduce you. My fabulous, fabulous bombshell beauty with the best hair I've ever seen in my life. West End actress, contestant on this year's The Voice. Now, I have to say your intro is going to, I'm going to try and do it in one breath, okay? Okay. I did some research. If this is not true, please forgive me. (laughs) I could just make it up, couldn't I? I don't need to, I don't need to. Extensive career, star of Kinky Boots, original cast, White Christmas, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Lizzie, Knights of a Rose, Hairspray, South Pacific, and oh, what a lovely war.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: is that all true it's all true (laughs) fabulous um you've done so much and so many varied shows i mean the difference between like south pacific hairspray lizzie and kinky boots just such a vast range do you have any like particular favorite genre of musical (laughs) or do you like that you're super flexible
1: Gosh, well, I'm actually not flexible in the actual terms of being flexible. I've seen you
0: in a dance call. In fact, I actually, I have to say, Blue, the last time we were in a dance call together, we were in the same group. And I think I walked just over to you and smacked you on the bum and then got into position.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I do dance, but, I, yeah, I just don't feel as uh, bendy as I used to be in my 20s. <laughs> um, no, but I... Do I love any... I, I, I'm really happy to do to work in any show and it's really <laughs> nice that you've said that I've done so much because I actually feel like I've you know this past horrible year and the year before I felt like I've not done anything but um I think I love good music so I love a show mm-hmm. like, uh, like I feel like we have similar music tastes as well so I do yeah. love a good a, g- a good show with a good like pop Soul score, like I love Priscilla, and you know you just can't help but enjoy that music. Oh,
0: definitely, definitely. And you gig a lot as well, don't you? Obviously, bringing us on to how we how we met. Um, I remember doing an audition for Portia for the Queens of the Night. It's a corporate package that you can hire, and it's three singers, and they they're dressed like the the queens from what the divas, the queens, the divas from Priscilla. (laughs) And then the recall was like a harmony workshop and you and Amy came in, I believe. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, they've actually been, they've actually <laughs> been the divas. Oh my God. Um. And then, uh, and then I ended up, I ended up getting it. And then we ended up doing a, a gig together in beautiful Port Merion in Wales. We were in our absolute element.
1: It's playing. so fun. And I remember you from the audition but you know but I remember at that gig and it was sound check, and you started singing. I
0: was like okay
1: this girl can really sing next to me (laughs) like I was just loving your sound check so much and we had Hannah doing it as well and uh yeah those gigs are great because it just get like they just put together three girls that can like have a real good sing.
0: Oh we had a great time I felt like that before like beforehand and in sound check I was like oh my god Hannah and Blue and um I knew of you girls beforehand. I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to go and sing with them. (laughs) And uh, Portia and Steve were like, yes, if you do like learn the backing vocals for their songs. And I was like, I can't do backing vocals for their songs. Um, (laughs) uh, It was just brilliant. But
1: no, I love singing them. I actually, so when I get, when I've been casting a few like sort of legit shows, I get a bit, know i I kind of head to those auditions thinking well i'm not gonna get this because this is not where i fit in at all but so it has been a surprise when they've come through and they've worked out well um and i do i have you know i've enjoyed completely enjoyed them i've enjoyed every job i feel like just immensely lucky yeah i just love i just you know like we all do we just love the job which is why we miss it so much i
0: know it's it's awful (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to know because you have obviously done so much do you get used to the call, cool, like oh we've you know we've got a part for you you're in the show are you ever used to that or is it still like as exciting as it was maybe for your first job
1: yeah no I've definitely not got used to it and I've not got used to auditioning and 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 being nervous and beating myself up about things and then you know just the classic thing you know like you rehearse your audition song at home in the bathroom or or do your script at home and it goes so Good, well you sticks in the-, in the bathroom yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you go to the room and you just it just doesn't come out like you wanted it to and then you beat yourself up and I and I always think god like you've been doing this like I don't know 11 12 years come on blue like you should every like when it gets to a new like year of auditions I'm always like right First of all I was like be cool because I always go in and I'm not cool like you know I want to go in and be like really reserved and really like you know professional and yeah yeah I totally understand the character and be really like serious and I go in I'm like hi (laughs) (laughs) like I had an audition actually last week and I was like Someone mentioned about my dress. I was like, yeah, I got it in a sale. It was reduced from 12 to seven. And I'm thinking, shut up, Blue.
0: Like- no, but I think that's brilliant because I think that isn't like knowing you and having worked with you and met you. You know, you are so bubbly and you're so lovely. And I reckon I could be in a really bad mood. <laughs> and if I spoke to you, I would be so happy I'm I mean the morning after that gig I woke up to the sound of radio was it radio two that you had oh, I love it. oh yeah because I'm, I'm radio two obsessed <laughs> you had radio two on she's singing morning oh, came in the room and it was great but that is you and I think that's what people will really like love about you in an audition is you and your personality you were like ray of sunshine so I well, think that would work in your favor
1: well hopefully but um yeah, I, I haven't got used to like uh, like last not this year, but all of last year um, and a, about the last year and a half, I had a full year and a half of complete nose constantly. Wow. Um, you know, and I know that people go through that all the time. But yeah. then it, it, um, you know, before I went on The Voice, yes, um, The Voice. It was yeah, it was just a whole. It was I just was in a run of nose. You know, getting getting close to things, but just getting nose. So I'm absolutely not like used to yeses at all so um but that's it's okay you know it's just one of those things
0: here's a question I'd like to know the answer to would you prefer a no at a first round or a no at a final
1: I suppose I'd prefer to get keep going until the final because you do know that if you have got to the end like you know that they really like you and you're doing a good job Mm. like I actually sat on the panel for. priscilla for the second year of the tour i didn't have an i didn't have an opinion i was just there to read in but i got to see the whole audition process and it was so eye-opening to watch it and it was um debbie o'brien who i just love and i probably (laughs) i just have to thank debbie o'brien for a lot of my career because she's cast me in like a lot of the jobs that i've done thanks to her and she's so lovely i love her um But to sit and watch it work out on that final day and everyone comes in and everyone's so great. And to watch the final sort of, um, when they've got everyone's headshots and around the table and moving them. And I honestly, I watched a guy go from like the most incredible track in the show um, to suddenly by the end of the moving around and stuff, he didn't get the job. And for like 10 minutes of that conversation, he was this great, like it would have been a great thing for him. Um, but just the way it worked around in terms of covering or in terms of like so many different factors, he then didn't have it. But at the beginning, he was the first choice for that. Wow. Yeah. So after seeing that, I was like, you can be so close. And and there's been jobs before that I found out that I was, might have been, a, you know, I was quite like really like on the yeah. table for a long time. But then things work around and it's like there's the tiniest things that you can't even think of would change it and suddenly you're off the table so I think if you like if you get in towards the end you're just gonna really think I did a really great job to get that far yeah
0: definitely because getting to the final and then not getting it you think oh my gosh I've given up so much time I've learned it I feel like I've really connected with panel and the creative team I've invested in it I've started thinking about where the venues are Um, oh yeah and you get so caught up and the more rounds you do the more people for me the more people I tell and I kind of I like look at the dates on my phone or whatever like
1: yeah I think everyone does that we can't help it We can't help
0: it and um And then to not get it, sometimes I feel like it's so heartbreaking that it's like, well, I wish they'd just told me in the first round. But then again, it, that's true about you know the further you get because it could mean that you know you then skip a few rounds for another show or something exactly and like no that. audition is a wasted time just
1: like just to have those three minutes in front of a panel I mean there's thousands of people that would just love to have those three minutes yeah. that can't even get in the room so I don't think any audition is a waste like no audition is a waste of your time and you're also practicing your skill like you're getting to I mean I know it's heartbreaking but sometimes like okay guys we are actually just going in a room and singing and acting for three mm-hmm. minutes you know and your emotions do go up and down but I always like if, well, I sort of give myself a day I'm like right I'm gonna be a bit gutted about this for a day and then mm-hmm. I'll be over to tomorrow you know and I'm gonna buy a pair of shoes online and make myself feel better and then yeah. tomorrow I'll be because all, all that happens, you, you're upset until your agent rings with the next audition. Like, oh, well, maybe I'll do this one instead. And yeah, the whole of last year, I couldn't have said, "Well, this was meant to be," because of this. <laughs> like, after I, while, I was like, "Okay, maybe this is not meant to be." Because
0: <laughs> I also see things as like a sign. So if I'm going to an audition and then I see a flyer for a show, I'm like, "Oh my <gasps> goodness, yeah!" It's a sign, but actually, no, I'm just in Soho, and that's where most of the theaters are. <laughs>
1: I know. I once went up the escalators at the tube, and it was just so happened that like each show poster had been like I just got a no from like <laughs> in a row, and I was thinking maybe I'll just like lean back and just like this is this is my way to go. stop an escalator because this is killing me.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's I know it, it's everywhere in in London. Obviously, when you're auditioning, it's like here, there, and everywhere. Especially if you have to audition in the theatre yeah. where the show is. Um, I remember doing an audition where Hamilton was and thinking, oh my God, I'm in the room where it happens. <laughs> Maybe I should just like find my way into a dressing room. On that note, do you prefer to sing, uh, to sing, to audition in the actual theatre? Like with Mama Mia, it's on the Novello stage. Or do you like that it's completely separate and in a completely different venue?
1: The only time I've ever auditioned in the theatre apart from in the Hamilton Theatre but that wasn't for Hamilton that was yeah. for Six in you know, it like a different room but years ago um, when We Were Rock was here I used I like had like three years in a row of auditioning for that and that was on the stage um, at the final we used to be on the stage Wow. Um, which was amazing to sing. Like I was singing No One But You and you're like in the Dominium, <laughs> uh, which was amazing.
0: But at the same time, it was terrible acoustics with no mic. <laughs> I, I I feel the same. I actually think one of my favourite venues to sing in is very randomly Hartley Hall in Mill Hill. I don't know if you've ever sang there. I haven't done there. But there's this room that they use for auditions and the acoustics are amazing like sometimes yes. you'll go in a room and it's like oh no carpet everywhere How am I yeah, oh this? my
1: goodness yeah. um but, the auditions
0: uh, are Brooklyn no <laughs> they did Brooklyn
1: and my lovely friend Adam Haig was directing it and we had to sing what's the big Brooklyn song um once upon a time yes
0: which go is on Spotify. like
1: just you know a ridiculous sing. I'm not even joking. The carpet was halfway up the walls. Oh, my God. One of those old-fashioned rooms. I mean, it couldn't be more carpeted. And I was like, oh, my God. I I need help with this song.
0: (laughs) I need a head mic. Oh, my gosh.
1: It was like the deadest sound ever. Just screaming once upon a time. By the way, I didn't get that one.
0: (laughs) Blame it on the carpet. Blame it on the carpet. So are you... Are you missing the buzz from auditions at the moment? Or I mean obviously it's picking up a little bit more and there's been self-tapes, but that kind of like London hustle, very busy auditions yeah. here, auditions there. Are you are you missing that?
1: Yeah, I love being busy. I'm not a very good person that's not I'm just not good at relaxing or chilling and get myself all in a weird headspace. I just love being busy. Yeah. Um but I actually <laughs> so I had an audition last week. And it was just the first one and I got so excited for it. Up early and getting myself pretty and putting my dress on. And uh, I was so giddy and so up for it. And I had this like real raring to go attitude. And I like yeah come on, let's do this. Like Yeah, we're back. And then um, I don't know what happened in the room, but I, <laughs> when I say my dress was sodden in sweat, Oh like, my god! <laughs> like I don't know what happened. I came out. I let over my bag to like pick up something, and there was like beads of sweat just like dripping on the floor. All I'd done was sing like ninety seconds of a song and like oh. seven lines from a bit of script, and I just went to like just a pool of sweat. I was so so, so excited that I. Oh my god, I just, that's like, so cute. Like, went
0: mental and I was like woo, woo, woo. and um yeah, didn't get that one. <laughs> oh my God bless you. So it was like do you think it was just the first the excitement was just yeah. over over you just came, overcame with excitement. I couldn't speak okay. there. I was so excited to talk about yeah. you.
1: Oh, and no, just happens. I got really overwhelmed and I'd like made far too many COVID jokes. I was like, chill out with the jokes. Because oh. um, this is what happens. Like I just make silly, I feel, I feel silences. If a panel is awkward and silent, oh, that's yeah. why I just keep feeling. It's like really oh, bad dating, you know? Like, Oh my God, that's such a
0: good description. <laughs> when you're on a date and you're just like, they're not talking or they're yawning. You just keep going to compensate for yes. it. Yes. Do you know what? Funnily enough, I, I I actually did an audition where I confessed that I love ASMR. I don't know if you've listened to ASMR, but it's basically it, it's this kind of genre on YouTube where they tap and they like oh. fold things. And they, yeah. I don't I don't like the whispering, but they'll like do guided meditation. Yeah. Oh well, I just started confessing, but by the way, I listened to a hundred facts about this show in ASMR, and they were mm-hmm. like all looking at each other like what's ASMR started explaining it going into how like I I need help with my sleep oh my god (laughs) like right I was like yeah it's because I had epilepsy when I was younger and I it was (laughs) epilepsy well it was when I when I was asleep it would happen and they were all like literally you've only got about three minutes in the audition spent about 15 minutes pulling up a chair. well it was when I was five you see it started then and it went oh my gosh I wouldn't stop talking about it anyway so yeah (laughs) what it's like it's It's just oversharing it's like why um and I also have the habit of going oh I didn't mean to do that (laughs) if I've like sung something I'm like I didn't do that very well did I like oh shut up
1: yeah I'll do that oh that was flat at the
0: end wasn't it (laughs) yeah I think we should audition together So uh, you've been busy though. You've been, you've been learning the piano. I've seen. I've been learning the piano. I'm obsessed. I've just currently mastered stand by your man, Tammy Winnett. Oh, amazing. Is it something you're, are you going to be like an actor muso now, Blue? Are you going to take this forward? No, well, I actually. You could. No, I cannot like play
1: solo, but I can definitely, well, I'm good with all my chords now. My chords like. So I could do like tinkle in and out.
0: Have you done any duets with your mum? Because we've got to mention your mum. She's just, <laughs> you two are just fabulous. Because your mum's a performer too, isn't she?
1: Yeah, my mum and my dad. Well, they're both, both they both work on cruise ships as singers, but they're both at home now. Um, oh, of course. My mum's starting Morrison's, bless her, next week. Oh, bless her. Good for her. I know. And my dad's starting. He's doing a delivery van thing, I think starts next week. Um so their lives have completely yeah. changed. The whole family is a bit old. Yeah, you I know. was gonna
0: I was gonna ask you because I know I know when we, we spoke at Christmas that both your parents are in the industry, which I just think yeah. is so cool. Your mum yeah. had like flown back from somewhere.
1: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's it. I was trying to sort her an Uber off. Yeah, that's the one.
0: <laughs> and I just think that's amazing. Is that what you is that is that what inspired you to be a performer? Do you think mm. from your from your parents and and their industry, or was it something they wanted you to do? do you know what? It's,
1: it was never ever a conversation. I just think mm. that well, you'll understand. And a lot of performers out out there, you just I just love it. I just yeah. I just love it more than not more than anything. But you know, it's just. I'll never, I'd never want to do anything else. I just love no. performing. And I don't know whether, you know, I was obviously in my mum's belly when she was performing. So maybe I heard it, you know, even in the womb. But yeah. I came out and I was surrounded by it because my mum and dad were, um, they got their own cabaret show. So they were like traveling all around the world. Amazing. So I was just sort of with them. I'm just surrounded by show business and dancers and feathers and sequins. And yeah. It just, but I loved it. I never was, well, I did, I think as a kid, I used to say I wanted to be a vet.
0: LQ, I was going to ask you what what you thought you'd you'd be doing if you weren't a performer.
1: I think. Well, I think yeah. I should have, I should have done sciences at A level, which I didn't. But anyway, but I think I if if I didn't have this love for what mm-hmm. I I'd do, then I think it it would have been something to do with animals. It would definitely would have been amazing. um So yeah, I think a vet would have been pretty cool. Yeah, um, but. But no, I just always knew there was just never an option that I just, I just, you know, I was filling out applications for for like Lane Theatre Arts since I was about 12, for like six years. Oh, oh <laughs> I had bless the
0: you, because you went to Lane, didn't you? Yeah. So, so you were there for the three years? Yeah, I was there from 18 to 21. Amazing. And how was that? Like, how was your audition experience? Did you audition for loads of drama schools or did you just know Lane is where I want to go?
1: So I auditioned for... I always knew, I always wanted to go to Lane's, but then I auditioned for Art Said as well. So I auditioned for a few, like Italia Conti, Lane, Bird, uh, and Art Said and Lane's. Yeah. And after going to Art Said for the day of auditions, I was like, oh, this is where I'm meant to be. I just loved it. I love Chiswick. I love the building. Oh yeah, it's
0: beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I "I want to go here, but um, I didn't get offered a place at all. Right. So I, was, I remember getting the letter in bed at home in like my little bedroom and like reading the letter in bed and like crying under my duvet. Like,
0: no. Oh, it's um, awful, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's probably the hardest, uh, the hardest group of auditions you'll ever have to do because it's... Yeah, well, it's
1: your like first entry into yeah. the world of like, loads of rejection.
0: Funnily enough, when I went to the Art Said audition when I was 17, it was the first one ever and I fully went out with like, you know, the skirt the um the leggings I just went full out like pink purple flowery cut first round didn't even make it past 12 o'clock
1: <laughs> yeah I know it's just... brutal they are brutal there they, I think they remember them telling me off about my uh, monologue or something yeah my
0: skirt got taken off me because apparently it was distracting so oh, really not my skull I should probably mention wow. I mean I mean, a ballet skirt that's that's tied around leggings. Take it off, please, Harriet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a leotard not like my actual outfit for the day. Just take your skirt off.
1: But no, I was really gutted. And then I went to, after that, I went to my Lane audition. And I was really fortunate because I knew I couldn't go without a scholarship. Um, and because my dad made it very clear. My dad's very tough. And right. uh, he was like, if you haven't got scholarship, you not go. And you're not good enough and all this like blimbing like hard talk <laughs> uh, which is not true at all but I just knew like it wasn't an option so but I went to Lane's and they were really really kind and they they offered me a scholarship after the first day so I was like wow
0: amazing
1: yeah and no, I got the letter and I just couldn't believe it it was like you know I've actually had the letter framed I think I had it up oh that's so
0: (laughs) lovely and you've wanted to go there since you were like 12 I think that's so special
1: yeah I'd always wanted to go there because I'd come used to come down to London to watch shows and I'd see in all the theatre programs I'd see a lot of Lane Theatre Arts I just like this is I just knew I wanted to be in the West End it was just like my biggest dream um yeah that was just it was just my dream you know um so I was so lucky and my time at Lane's was for me was, was, was great. And I know know, everyone's got real different experiences Mm -hmm. at climate colleges, but I was, I was very lucky the whole time. And And it's different. It's quite a dance. It's quite, there's a lot of dancers that go there. Mm. And, and there's a, a, well, there used to be when I went, a few, fewer singers. So if you were, you know, in sort of the musicals and the shows, I I would get featured quite a lot because there was few, fewer singers to choose from. And so I was just very, for,
0: really lucky and fortunate. That's really interesting. And did you, did you have to audition in your final year for anything or like for a professional show? I know some people are already auditioning in their third year or when you first came out as a graduate, do you remember your first audition?
1: Yeah, well, I was really fortunate because I got an agent to come to see me in my third year production at Lane. It was actually like not allowed and I got told off. Um, But there's a a, a guy near above me called Liam Tamney who's in Prince of Egypt right now. And he's a good friend of mine. And he was with this particular agent and he said to this, he was very kind and just said, um, this agent, I think you should come see this girl, And he came and it was all, you know, a little bit naughty, but he (laughs) wanted to sign me, which, and he was, he like this, well, this agent's called Jörg Betz and he's like a big, um, you know, he's very, very successful agent. Um, so I just couldn't turn down the opportunity of signing no. with him. And I just was so fortunate um, because Mamma Mia, just the international tour, was just auditioning and he put me up for it and I got that. I mean... Amazing! I, I didn't include that in your notes, Mamma Mia! <laughs> Amazing! I had a really warped view of um, the industry at the beginning because it was easy, not easy, but it everything fell into place at the beginning
0: mm-hmm.
1: and... I just thought it was always going to be like that. And I was, you know, I was really, really lucky. I was so lucky that the first like seven, eight years, it just, things fell into place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has just got harder as I've got, old, it has got harder the past recent years. But I think that as well, because cause I'm getting older and I'll also, I want to do different things. So I, I, wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't be accepting every every kind of offer. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you want to kind of progress a little bit in your career so you can't keep accepting the same things
0: yeah definitely definitely I I totally agree with you you know there's there's things that change in your your personal life and um lifestyle preferences and
1: yeah yeah that 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 happened early as well I mean if anyone's um like starting off and they're young you know just to get all the traveling done I mean I that was an international tour and it was incredible like that it's just international tours are so great you know just you're in hotels and you're traveling the, you know yeah. it's just brilliant but now uh, you know I would you know I'd prefer to stay in one place and you know I'm at the age where yeah different things are important now
0: yeah like, definitely definitely and also every show is a, is like a stepping stone isn't it to like the next yeah. one you learn different things on a show you that you might not yeah. have known you you didn't like or um I mean how was flying did you get to fly as a diva in Priscilla? Oh yeah, I loved it. I loved wow. it. Wow! And how yeah. does that work? Like as you sing, because obviously I feel like I ground myself into the floor when I sing. Is it like a, <laughs> do you have to reteach yourself how to sing? You just kind of get
1: used to it. Yeah, it's you have got stirrups, so you're kind of st- you are stood up. You're not just like sat in a harness that, that that there's a harness around your waist, but then you've got like stirrups down your legs and you sort of cross your legs and you 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 are stood. Amazing. Uh, yeah and it was it was brilliant. It, there was certain theatres that are higher than others so some, sometimes when you'd be like up there waiting to come down you know you are pretty high like Edinburgh I remember being really high and I did it in New Zealand and that theatre was um, you know crazy high so it is that that opening Diva opening coming down to it's reigning Men is 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 one of the best. Wow that's just another level of adrenaline. The team, like the technical team, like we had the same guys with us on the on the UK tour. That you know they were just you know you'd, you'd have so many checks, you know, yes. and like, you just trusted them. You know they, you know they're great at their. Tr- you just trust them. In um in New Zealand, um we did have a little mishap. It was on the news <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it was the finale. It was actually one of the best moments of my life. I it. think it so. <laughs> funny. Um, the finale basically uh, someone had queued the bus wrong and the bus started revolving too soon and it hit one of the divas and basically hit her. She was on the perch, those perches at the end, like these, as we were cockatoos. And the bus hit the perch and then she started like a pendulum sort of, you know, building up. She just oh. swinging from side to
0: <laughs> <on> side. <laughs> she didn't fall over, she fell in the harness.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she's like swinging. And like, me and, it's me and Amity Bartolomeo. You know, we're like, meeting to right And then all we can hear is, Whoa! <laughs> poor demon in the middle, Ellie Leah is just like screaming because she's been, you know. And it's funny now because no one was hurt, and it, you know, but at the, t- at the time it was probably <laughs> really scary for Ellie, who's like swinging. Oh, and- poor Ellie, oh my god, because she's been hit by the bus, but anyway, but it made the news in Australia. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> New Zealand. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that I love when I do secretly love when things go wrong, but I don't think I was uh, I would have been very um <laughs> would have been very happy. I would have been very scared and then probably laughed about it after. Let's play let's play a little game. I'm gonna ask you quick fire round. I'm just gonna ask you Kind of like preferences for auditions, maybe material that you have to bring or um the type of audition. And then you're gonna do a monologue. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and then if you could act every I'm gonna give you a different a different intention. No, absolutely not. Uh, so let's start with the first one. Group or solo audition?
1: Solo. Hate the group. Hate group. Absolutely, absolutely hate the group. No thanks.
0: No thanks. No. Legit yeah. MT or contemporary pop?
1: Contemporary pop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um a panel versus one on one.
1: Oh that's hard. Could I have both? I don't mind that actually. Maybe uh, maybe one on one. One on one,
0: yeah. Dance recall or harmony workshop. Oh. <gasps>
1: harmony harmony workshop. Because if was it's a dance recall, I'm, I'm guessing I' we've already done one dance. If we can get through that, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> a second round they might start to notice the bad technique
0: no <laughs> tv versus theater audition theater um choose the song yourself versus material to learn
1: material hate choosing my own song
0: how much pressure is choosing your own song i swear my whole knowledge of songs just go out the window when yeah. i have to choose my own song
1: I've pretty much used the same three or four songs for the past 12 years. I've like, and I just kind oh, of try to adapt it into a different style.
0: <laughs> amazing. Do you- Probably why I
1: was getting so many no's last year.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all.
1: <laughs> I don't really think you should like learn to like learn a new song for an audition. You know, you want to be really comfortable mm. with it. You want to you want to sing a song that you've sung, you could sing with your, you know, with your eyes closed and back. You know, you just want to be comfortable.
0: That's good advice, listeners. Uh, 16 bars versus full song?
1: 16 bars. Happy. Really? Yeah, I get really bored of myself. In fact, the audition that I did last week, I started and I was thinking midway. I should have done a cut there because I'm already bored of myself. <laughs> <I'm> bored.
0: <laughs> 16 bars. I'm just getting started. I, I can't ever choose a good 16 bars either, I don't think. Um, sellotaped sheet music or folder? I'm
1: sellotaped. Sellotaped. And um, front and back and a nice fold
0: oh that's good that's another good piece of advice it's a very funny question but I think people like genuinely ask yeah. w- with an audition like do you want it sellotaped or do you want a folder
1: yeah I'm not sure many people like the folder because sometimes if it's in those plastic wallets you can get like a glare and you know
0: I actually remember handing over sheet music once to a pianist and they actually said to me this is hilarious <laughs> and I went, Oh no, because I was like, I didn't really know how to do it. And he was like, That wasn't a joke. I'm not joking. This is a joke. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. So, so that good. was like one of my first auditions. So ever since then I've been really trying to do the most perfect of tape.
1: I've handed sheet music in the wrong key over as well. That was that's my favourite audition story if you want to hear it at some point.
0: Oh yes, please, can I hear it now?
1: Okay, fine. This is what, one of my like dinner parties, like, you know, one of my anecdotes. <laughs> i was basically i was in for it was with lovely david grinrod and andrew Wright and it was for singing in the rain and i took in um oh my god what's the song oh yeah secret love so i thought that would be nice i once i had a secret love anyway i took in the wrong i just printed it off the internet and i didn't test it and i took in the wrong key oh no Um, no. that in the middle you know stood in the middle of the room and i start no once i had a secret (laughs) that lived within the heart of me all too soon my secret (laughs) and the whole song is the same became impatient to be free so i told a friendly star oh no no, and they didn't did they stop you no they were crying with laughter like they were going on like shoulders like they were just crying with laughter and we all knew what I'd done and it was like I couldn't get out of it I was just so low and they were just like come back next week you know they were really kind they were yeah yeah like thankfully they were really laughing but yeah just completely the wrong key I also rarely can sing quite, I rarely can sing low in auditions anyway, because I think adrenaline makes me go higher. I can't get anything low out, I'm
0: like Definitely, (laughs) I I feel like, because you go in like, hello, and it's all up here, and like, how are you? I'm gonna sing this, and then (laughs) I know, I know, I hate, I literally hate that. With contemporary stuff, like you'll do a big
1: belting, and then I go, okay, anything legit? I'm like, okay, and I try to sing legit, and I'm like, just been belting for like two minutes. (laughs) They, sometimes they do that like they do that a lot in Wicked when you do like define Gravity then they go okay now I'm not that girl I'm like I'm not that girl <laughs> <laughs> I can't get down there
0: and last one in that game was would you rather oh would you rather never have I ever would you rather um spend two hours in a waiting room or be 10 minutes late
1: oh that's hard one mm. I hate being in a waiting room too I hate I don't, I tend to try and get there five minutes early that's it I' don't, I like freak myself out looking at everybody and go oh well she's got it she's got it don't like I don't like seeing other people um but I also would hate to be late because I'd be stressed Same. I'd rather I'd rather be
0: early than late that was a horrible one sorry <laughs> I'm not gonna make you do it obviously. So we've got to talk about a little TV show you did recently. I don't know if people have heard of it, but it's The Voice.
1: I am a celebrity these days.
0: Major. <laughs> I remember seeing you at an audition straight after it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the famous It was literally the week after. I was like, I was watching you on my TV. Now, I have, um, I did All Together Now a couple of years ago. Yes, and, and whenever I watch now like little mix the search or the voice and I see anyone yeah. on there that I know yeah. I cannot tell you the anxiety I had watching you like waiting for <laughs> you to come on so first of all you were at the start of the episode yeah I hadn't seen the beginning so I watched the whole episode like mum dad blues on next blues uh, on next. I was so nervous for you because I I don't know if you had the same experience but although the BBC were, were wonderful I just I don't have the nerves for competitions I feel like In my head, I think I'm quite competitive, you know, with games. Let's call Monopoly, say Monopoly competitive. If I was playing sports, terrible at sports, but I was saying this yesterday, I've got a competitive streak. TV competitions, I cannot hack it. So I just wondered what your experience was. Obviously, you've had so many auditions for theatre, but what was your uh, experience like being on The Voice?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not usually um, a nervous person. I'm not not that nervous. It's generally life. I'm not, you know, I don't get too nervous for auditions, mm-hmm. but for that, I've never been more nervous. It was a feeling like no other. Yes. And and because I think it's like the big buildup of it for weeks and weeks. I mean, you're going through auditions before that first, t- that first audition in front of the judges, mm-hmm. you're actually going through auditions for about six months prior. You know, there's like meetings with producers, phone interviews with researchers. Then you've got about three different rounds in front of the producers.
0: and I think that's really people. interesting to talk about, actually, because I think a lot of people think with the X Factor and with the voice, it's like that one chart. You know, you queue up outside and then you go in front of the judges on yeah. TV. But you've done, yeah, like you say, six months. And also, I don't know if it's the same for you, but song choices, I had to get them approved and lyrics checked and things like that.
1: well well, I don't think I'll get in trouble for saying this but I won't but you don't have on on that show I had no choice what I was singing and I would never in a million years have ever chosen the song that I sang ever I actually can't listen to that first audition because I hate it so much really yeah it's just oh for me it's not it's not how I think I sound but like it's just not yeah, I would never have chosen that voice, that a voice, I would never <laughs> have chosen that song and I don't think it shows off anything nice about my voice so I was, I was even more nervous because it wasn't like I was going on oh, stage wow, yeah. to be, I wasn't comfortable in what I was singing at all you know i'd never i had didn't know the song before wow and and it was sort of like no this is the song that you're singing
0: so so uh, do you think that was because they heard you sing and they thought powerhouse she's got amazing like massive voice she's got she could pull this off
1: i think they definitely well they're making a tv show and they need people of all different types to fit in and i definitely was the rock girl even though I auditioned with Steve, like when I was singing for them in my mm. other, you know, my previous auditions, I was singing Stevie Wonder, Adele, like more of like a, you know, solely.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I have a, um, you know, I have a, a foghorn loud voice. No, but- you've got
0: an amazing voice. I think because you are, like I said, all the shows you've done, you are versatile. You know, you could do the legit, you could do, you can beautifully do all the soul, the disco, and you've got a really powerful voice. And that's what I think they've picked up on. They, they
1: were just sort of, for, I was always the rock, you know, the wow. rock girl, um, which is, you know, everything, you know, I was, I'm so happy to have been on the show anyway. So yeah. I'm grateful for the, completely grateful experience. I just wished that I, I wished, I do wish about that program is that, you know, I got to sing on ITV for two, like two weeks. That's like mm-hmm. the biggest exposure I'm ever, ever going to have. Well, who knows? But who most knows? probably the biggest exposure I'm ever going to have in my life. And I just wish for those, I wish that you had a choice in what you were singing. Definitely. That's the only trouble I have with those competitions. And I think it's the same on a lot of other, all of the other competitions as well, like the All Together Now or the X Factors. Maybe some people have a choice in the first round, but I mean, even even later on in the competition, like The Voice, your second round, they spring
0: it on you. They go, we've chosen this for you. It's It's, it's really... It is interesting because I, I used to watch these shows and think they were real, you know, like, oh, that person like Will Young was the last person of the day to be seen or Leona Lewis, yeah. the receptionist that's never sung before. You you really buy into that as a reality because you want to because then you feel like, oh, oh, then you know, anybody can do it, you know, and yeah. and I think. That's a really interesting point that, that you've that you've said that. I mean, I thought you were amazing, but you know yourself. There is a preference of genre that you'd like to sing when you're going to be on national TV. I understand that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, you know, like, you know, we love music. We've been around, you, yeah. you know, been around music all your life. I've been around music, music all my life. My, you, know, I've, you know, I I would think I've got quite that good taste in music being around my yeah. parents and stuff. So I would never just those two songs that I was given, I just would never choose them. You know, I would prefer to choose something really different and Mm -hmm. amazing and something that suited me better. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm grateful for the, I am grateful for the experience and they, you know, so many people didn't even get the chance to do it. So I really am grateful. That's the only bad thing is I wish you had more choice in what you sang for your time on
0: telly. Definitely, definitely. But song choice aside, I remember you saying you had a great time. You were team Ollie. Yes. And you had a fab time. Um yes. and I think what's great about these TV shows are the footage that you get afterwards as well, if you need a yes. showreel or or, yes. or something like that.
1: It's a great experience. For me, it's it's it was really like the team were lovely. ITV were incredible. All like everyone on the team was lovely. It was a really happy experience, really well looked after. Would you
0: do any other singing competitions?
1: um uh, i i don't know I, I mean i suppose if there was like a musical theater you know yeah. kind of, one of those search for nancy kind of things again you know i i wouldn't say no to that that's my little moan sorry no no
0: no it's i think it's real this is what this is this yeah. um podcast is about it's it's real it's it's celebrating the good the bad you know and the, the, the hilarious it's not like also it's really easy to be in the industry and all the auditions are wonderful and yeah. because I think it's a really especially with you know everybody's mental health and things that are going on in people's personal lives there's so much that goes on behind the scenes with auditions but yeah. um it's good to talk about it so that people don't feel like oh God, it's, you know, am I the only person that no, not at all. did badly in an audition or, you know, didn't like a song choice or something like that? I think it's really good, really good to talk about. I just want to go on to another little another little game section called rituals um, and this is like anything that you have any rituals that you have any superstitions you have before an audition or after an audition I I don't I don't know about you I don't know if you have any my thing is that I have to call my mum straight Oh up. yeah. I mean yeah. I don't have to she won't tell me off but I mean as in my brain goes call your yeah. mum call your mum call your mum yeah, mom. yeah. Uh, so do you have a, a go-to song for an audition I think we've established you've got like a few but do you have like one song that you're like that's mine
1: usually if it's a pop if it's a pop rock it's usually an "I of nothing Whitney Houston
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: or or sometimes it goes to an open arms journey I do like that one
0: amazing
1: like. they're probably my pop they're my pop rock things actually them two are used
0: for so much yeah I had to do I have nothing at um a cruise audition once and I started like share my love, and I thought oh my god where do I go from here <laughs> it was so loud and then I was going to I don't really need to look and it was so loud. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I got to the chorus I thought I'm gonna have to do something I was supposed to build so I was like there's no to hide like the hide was really loud and then I went yeah. I
1: know I tend to not do the key change I stop after the first verse but I had to um, take out there's a pause at the very beginning you know the intro comes in and it should be a one, two, three, two, two, three, and then you go in. But every time, like me and the pianist, just could not get it together. So you now I took off the balls and then now. So now it's it was... just
0: dun 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 uh, share.
1: Yeah, just go in because the six was not happening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> one two three one two three and then oh, it's coming up like share, share, my. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you have like a caller afterwards? Do you have somebody that you can call? Uh, oh. I always
1: call my mum like you before, and she always says the same thing to me. Which she goes, "Sing out, Louise." <laughs> oh, cute! I'm <Like> gypsy. <laughs> I'm like gypsy, and she says it to me, and I'll call her for about the phone might be five seconds. Like I'm going in now, and then she goes, "Sing out, Louise." Okay, okay, love you, bye. And that's the call. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's my favourite one.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: She, yeah, she does it. Even if she's watching a show, she's just always texting out Louise.
0: That's so cute. Oh, I love that. That's that's brilliant. That's so I brilliant. Think
1: of, um, well, I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to. Go, I got in this weird headspace of I had to tip every busker on the way to my audition, otherwise I wouldn't get a recall. And it was really costing me quite a lot oh of money. God.
0: That would have cost you a fortune in London. It's so high, if you were in Covent Garden. <laughs>
1: I know. So I got out of that where I was like, okay, this is ridiculous because you're really poor right now.
0: <laughs> Did it work ever?
1: I think so. But I don't know. Do I had it. to really stop myself because it, yeah. it was costing me like £15 to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's not very good. No, going forward. Imagine if you had like a week of auditions as well. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. um, are you a tell-all or do you like to keep it quiet when you've got an audition?
1: Oh, I can't keep anything quiet. I'm a tell-all <laughs> in every area of my life. If I have one... Somebody writes to me on a dating site <laughs> of the whole family and like plan, you know, where the wedding might be. I just can't can't keep anything in. I've having people's other people's secrets, I'm very yes. good at that. But me, I'm would like. I tell everyone
0: everything (laughs) I'm the same I'm so open I can't hide um we've talked a little I was going to say do you have like an audition personality when you go in but it sounds like you're very similar to me and you you go in as you and I think that's really important though to be authentic because I think the panel can see through yeah when you were on the panel did you could you see
1: yeah behaviors that you were like
0: oh my gosh I can see straight through that or things that you noticed that maybe helped you you no
1: you do really pick up on people's personalities and um and also that thing about when people say they just really want you to be good i honestly did feel that like you do really want everyone to come in and be great and you are really i actually actually got told off it on the panel because i kept clapping at the end of people's songs (laughs) Um, because they
0: they
1: do so good i was like and then uh, jason capewell the resident was like stop clapping i was like okay sorry um but, yeah, and also some people come in with a funny attitude and you're like, ooh, that's a funny vibe you're giving off. So, um, wow.
0: yeah, I, yeah. Do you think yeah. it helped that you'd played the role before? Do you think it was – do you think you knew what you were looking for? Do you think that's important for there to be someone on the panel that had maybe been in the show? Or did you think that was just an, a nice advantage for you to have?
1: Yeah, no, I think it helps because you know, you know the whole show – inside out and yeah you can kind of see it but um I didn't ha- like I didn't have any opinion I just okay. was there to to read in
0: um do you have any uh post or pre-audition rituals that you like have to do or not do beforehand
1: um <laughs> I don't think so but I, I'm if tipping your a- busker <laughs> yeah probably yeah. Uh, I think if I'm um feeling a bit um rubbish about it I usually do go buy like a cake <laughs> <laughs> treat yeah. yourself yeah and this is a little bit naughty but if it's like something that I really want and I'm really close to getting it I can feel myself getting a little bit anxious in the morning I might I shouldn't say this but I might have like a little cocktail in a can oh lovely <laughs> <laughs> a little g and t in a can on on route well, not on the tube because it's illegal but you know a little g and t and then I might you know be a bit more <laughs> <laughs>
0: um okay and last one um before an audition do you research or watch the show before or are you kind of like you're doing so many that you don't have time to do that
1: oh no I do try and do all my I I do actually I always have the mentality of um fail to prepare then prepare to fail Mm -hmm. so if you don't I do like to do a lot of um preparing and I just think that it's a real important part of the job so um yeah. And I do like to learn. I'm quite, I'm quite lucky. I, I do learn lines quite easily. I don't know if it's like a, I, I find learning lines. Um, I, I'm able to learn them quite quick. So I do like to learn, learn as, learn as much of it as I can. Yeah. Um, so that I can just be more, f- I just, you know, I know you don't have to learn it, but I think if the director's going to give you notes, it's a lot easier to take on those notes if you already know mm-hmm. the script, you know, and, um, so I do try and try and work as much as I can before an audition and yeah, might watch the film or, um, and also do a bit of research about the panel, like that, There, like what shows they've done. And oh, that's do, good advice. Just don't want to be caught out, you know, on anything. And, yeah. um, yeah, I do. And I, I enjoy I, I enjoy, you know, doing the homework of it anyway. But yeah, no, I, I would do as much work as you can if you just don't want to feel, um, I've, I've had auditions in the past where I've not been prepared and they've not gone well, and I just knew that if I'd just prepared more, it would have been so much better. So you can only. Like if, I don't want to. I don't want to come out and blame myself for not working hard. Yes,
0: enough. I think that's a really good point. I think as long as you can come out and go, oh well, I did everything I could. Then yeah. you can't beat yourself up because I yeah. feel the same. I I I am over prepared and I shut myself away before the audition and like learn and learn and learn yeah. and then. I get there and I'm I'm because I'm so scared of it's not the singing and it's not the acting it's the remembering what you have to do I think that stresses yeah. me out Um, yeah. so especially if it's a monologue or something like that or a song that I've had to learn and and prep for so I have to like go over it five times in the morning and then 10 times the night before and that kind of yeah that kind I of find
1: the scene so the scene so difficult because you're just like with a reader that you have no idea how they're going to play the scene and yeah You don't know where they're going to be in the room are they sitting down are they near you oh should i move you know it's i think that's really like that's my i'm really comfortable in the sick like singing but Mm. when we get to the scenes and i could that's my part that i do like have to really work hard on because it's not i just find it not as natural as singing and also you just you're sort of naked you've got no props you've got no Mm. it's I, i do find that the scene work um that can be you know hard because it's just it's just all sprung and sprung on you in the moment you're like oh okay
0: yeah, yeah definitely so I
1: think if you if, if you can learn the script as much as you can um I actually have a little tip little trick that I do with 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 my script
0: amazing
1: it's not it's probably I suppose a lot of people do it but I do a voice note and I voice note myself saying the other lines in the, in the scene yes yeah and I leave a gap for when I'm meant to speak and and then I can I can play that continuously in my ears like just walking around town yeah. and I'm kind of hear I'm hearing the scene as I'm walking around and filling my lines when there's you know what I mean so you, you get used yeah. to hearing
0: what's coming before and that is a really good idea like walking around town and listening to it listening to it and I guess as well you get more of a natural reaction because you're just responding to what you're hearing rather than oh there's that line cover look cover right whatever we used to do at school that's a top tip that's a blue what should we call them a blue bonus blues bonus tip (laughs) bonanza (laughs) tip So um before before we we wrap it up wrap the episode up and I ask you to do our outro which is just thanks that's all for today I would love to know if you have any favorite stories whether they're like horror or funny or proudest stories anything that that you that you would like to speak about obviously anonymously
1: uh, like bad audition stories like that kind of whatever,
0: thing Whatever whatever bad or good um
1: I mean do you know what? I think I think I used to enjoy auditions a lot more when I first graduated, like when I was younger, because was just I was just so, I, was, I feel like I was much more confident then because you're just not aware of everything around you and, you know, so those auditions were really fun. Um, I had an audition... Actually, it was my friend's audition. She, there was a girl in before her at the American church singing uh, As Long As He Needs Me at the very end. Uh, went, as long as he needs me. And as she sang Me, she fainted and like oh. fell forward and bust her nose.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. poor
1: girl. I like, Sorry, everybody. I'm just going to hold on here. Uh, so that was pretty tragic.
0: Wow wow so talking of that talking of something going wrong have you ever like been in an audition where something's gone wrong and you've just had to improvise
1: i've had auditions where me and the pianist have just completely lost each other that (laughs) happened and i was so gutted because i wanted the job so much and uh unfortunately me and the pianist just lost each other like big time
0: you know oh what a shame that is something you cannot practice Although I have done an audition for a company called Physical that I worked with last year and they used to give us, um, for the auditions, they'd give us time to run the song with the pianist. That's really good. Really great.
1: And it's absolutely not the pianist, like, you know, the, the pianists do no. such an amazing job. Obviously they're playing yeah. the sight reading, you know, it's
0: ridiculous. How do they do that by the way? You just give them a song and they're like, oh yeah, know. amazing. But
1: you know, this audition I had last week, we had to upload our sheet music to Dropbox. Because you weren't allowed to give actual sheet music. Oh, of course. So then the pianist, which and I saw the pianist. She's a lovely lady called Louise, and uh, I see her a lot in auditions. And I uh, saw her in the toilet before, and I was like, "Oh, how are you doing? How is it on the old with all this Dropbox thing?" And we were saying, she was like, "It's actually really great because I can see before the people come in what they're singing. So whilst the panel are chatting away, or doing their discussions, she can get ready for the next person and like." Oh, that's look brilliant! Start, look at the cuts, and so she was saying it's actually probably that the new, like it's better. Yeah, that's come out of it. You know, it's a, it's a better thing.
0: I'm following on from that. Do you prefer, as a singer, do you prefer singing along to a backing track or having the pianist?
1: Oh,
0: it's hard, isn't it? Because there's nothing beats the live music, and the... I love
1: the live music. And so yeah. Yeah. Kind of with the backing track, you know, if it's a bit funky, then you've got that awkward <laughs> thing like, do I step dig? Do I not step dig?
0: <laughs> or well, sometimes sometimes the backing <laughs> vocals yeah like, I mean wow yeah no I know what you mean that's a hard one isn't it
1: yeah I do I do like for, I think I would prefer with the pianist actually for Lizzie that it was which was a rock show that I did which I loved <laughs> uh, that was that was actually my favorite audition I found it sorry found it well.
0: no it's fine
1: it. but it was um and Vossa casting who Amazing. I also really love yeah um and we got to our, our first round you walked in and you took your own rock song which I took open arms journey rock <laughs> and in the room was a mic a um speaker foldback speaker you had um a pianist and a guitarist and was there two good there were two guitarists two guitarists and a pianist and they were just jammed to your to your first round song wow incredible yeah they were just So you would and then the, and they wanted, because the whole show, if Lizzie was uh, like, it's kind of like a rock concert. So they needed to make sure that you could work the mic and that you could sing in front of a band and that you could work it. So I just loved that. And you had the speaker, Mm. had like, I just need reverb on my voice I need effects
0: oh don't you think it's so important no I mean I don't think you do but don't you think it's so important to be able to hear yourself though I know that sounds silly because you can obviously hear yourself when you hear it back with you know extras added to it and it, it spurs you on doesn't it
1: yeah and the mic just picks up so much more of your voice that doesn't you sometimes can't always hear in a room like it just picks up lovely like tone and low bits and yeah, I don't understand why we don't audition more with mics because we no. are like, on stage. And so that was an incredible audition because, you know, we just we just, just felt like a gig, you know. It was yeah. great.
0: Amazing, amazing. And before you go, have you got any any advice at all for anybody who is either thinking of getting into the industry or maybe is, a you know, at drama school or training at the moment or even just people who are still going in the industry in this crazy time um yeah. and needing a bit of motivation but have you got anything that you can that you can kind of pass on a I
1: would just okay, a friend told me once just really concentrate on um work on what you're not good at like practice what you're not good at because it's really really easy and tempting to practice what you're good at you know, all the time, but it's, you know, you, so if, 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 you know, if uh, there's like three skills, if there's one that's, you know, lagging a little bit behind, just really try and work on that. Um, and also just to know that there's, there is a lot of negativity and there's a lot of, um, a lot of knockbacks, but just to always know that, you know, when, when, when the jobs actually come in, it is the best job in the world. Like the, it, to be, to yeah. be so lucky. And obviously this year has really highlighted it. When it's taken away from you, but to actually make a living and get paid for something that you love, you know,
0: I know, I know we're so lucky,
1: so lucky, so lucky. Um, so it just just, you know, it, it is tough and you've got to have a real thick skin, but just to try and not let it get too personal, because, you know, it is a business
0: Definitely that's yep. that's such a good point oh my gosh I feel like I've been in like a, a blue TED talk today there's so <laughs> many things that have spoken to me when you just said that genuinely that it is you know don't take it personally because it is a business.
1: And I also think with people at drama school like I did a I spoke to a drama school in lockdown and did a little chat and I was just saying the fact that you're even already at drama school like that's such an achievement mm-hmm. and. Not just an achievement in getting there, but an achievement in that you have chosen in your life to follow your passion. That's a huge achievement to to acknowledge that because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't. And you know, it might be driven more by money or by a security, and that's fine. That's totally that's if that's what they want to do, that's great. But the fact that you've listened to yourself and you're like, no, this is my dream, and I'm, and you've got that fire and determination in you to probably leave your hometown and leave your family and leave your friends to go to a big city. That's a real. You've got a real character about you. Yeah. Inside you, that's really good, and that's yeah, that that you'll use that in where what, in whatever area in life you go into. But that's a huge character trait that that you are that you've chosen to follow your passion.
0: Definitely, I never thought never thought of it like that, really. But that is that is so true.
1: But we don't think of it really because we surround no. our friends that we surround ourselves with are all similar people. We've all left our. Like I'm from Bradford originally. And, all, you know, all our theatre friends, we've all left our hometowns, we've all left our families to follow a passion. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we we have this solidarity and this like, you know, we're such a, a lovely community because we're all like minded. But that's huge. If you think about it, we yeah. are all left, sacrificed huge things in our life to follow our dreams. So, you know, we're just in good company, basically.
0: Definitely, <laughs> definitely. We are. It was so lovely to talk to you. Honestly, I could talk to you all day and look at your hair and face. Um, But please, could you do my outro for me? Because nobody needs me to to say the title again um so all it is is thanks that's all for today but i'll give you a little run-up so i won't just sit here and go go on um but thanks everyone so much for listening blue you've been an absolute babe thank you so much for sharing your stories honestly i've been so entertained and i've definitely made some notes so thanks for the tent talk um but all that's left to say is thanks that's all for today woohoo thanks angel (laughs)